0: Hey family, I'm Coach Cass, welcome to The Hub. Hey family, so excited. Today I have Jamar John Johnson, CEO of Up Mind Media. What's up, Jamar?
1: Hey, how you doing, Coach Cass?
0: I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. So, y'all, I met Jamar on this new app called Clubhouse. I actually liked what this brother was saying, so I said, "You know what? Let's bring him to the show." So, thank you, Jamar, for just honoring us with your presence.
1: My absolute pleasure.
0: All right, Jamar. Now, let's get to it. Tell us a little bit about your love journey. Where have you been?
1: My love journey, ooh, mm-hmm. that goes deep. Uh, deep. I feel like it goes all the way back to the age of 14 ooh. when I was with my first love of my life, Miss Ebony Henry.
0: Oh snap, Even remember the name, of course, yes. Of course, of
1: course. We're, we're actually still friends to this day, really? uh, but we dated for a couple of years really strong. And then I had some family problems that kind of took me away for a few months. And I wasn't able to articulate the situation that I was in to her. And it created space, and so we faded apart. We never got back together, but we remained friends for many years since then. Mm. And so after her, it was kind of like everything I looked at, I was comparing it to her, and it was like wow. mm, you don't quite, you don't quite match up. And so I kind of stopped looking at some point.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then right out of high school, I got a when it joined the military, and then I got a military scholarship, went to Auburn University in Alabama. From there i went to japan for three years so i was traveling around the world for three years and uh, you know i met a lot of people but there was always this tethering back to to her and you know what she was what she represented her intellect her humor her ability to speak her 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 mind and opinion so i really desired that in the woman that i chose and i just didn't seem to be finding it out there and so when i got back from japan as a naval officer started to really invest in finding her. So I, I started to obviously do the work, reading, therapy, doing everything I needed to get over the old heartbreak. But then I started doing dating sites, you know, eHarmony, Match.com, uh, It's Just Lunch. I started doing all these different things to try to find her. And then, I, and then it took many, many years, but I realized that in order to find her, you have to first find you and when you find you and you're just doing what you're supposed to do you'll be putting yourself around the right types of people mm-hmm. and then the opportunity to find her will make itself apparent
0: so jamar what, what what's up you said you're still friends is ebony with someone
1: e- no uh, so ebony got got married had two kids got divorced and i don't know what she's doing now relationship wise and 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 honestly like looks wise like i've Maintained, gotten better with age, mm. and you know she fell off a little bit. So, <laughs> hey <laughs> so, man, well,
0: the lady had two kids, you know. Yeah, I yeah. tell you that two kids situation. It's rough in these streets, and unless you exercise was your thing, it's yes, it's, it's that's thing, really hard. It's, and
1: that's big for me, you know. Mm. I'm I'm 41. I'm six foot one. I'm 198 pounds. Okay. you know I'm st- I'm in my I'm in my Marine Corps shape right now, so. For me, it's like, I need someone who can ma- definitely match me on that. But from a mm-hmm. lifestyle standpoint, that's yeah. how I wanna live the rest of my life.
0: Got you. So I, wanna, I wanna try to live yes.
1: to a hundred. Yeah, I wanna try to yeah. live to a hundred reasonably and healthily and, and you know, somebody who doesn't really keep that at the forefront of what they're doing day in and day out is not somebody that I could ever really vibe with.
0: Got you. Okay, so tell me Jamar, when you're chilling on a Saturday afternoon, what mm-hmm. can we often find you doing?
1: So I do a lot of hiking in, in the last 12 months, I've actually, I'm actually about to eclipse the 5,000 mile mark for the year.
0: Ooh, congrats so, you.
1: Thank you. So that average is about like 14, 15 miles every single day. So I'm always hiking. I try to get my hikes in early. I like to kind of rise with the sun and then kind of be done around noon In the afternoon. I'm typically recovering, you know, stretching, yoga, doing a little bit of that type of work, doing some reading, uh, I love just learning. So for me, in my profession, working in, in digital marketing and advertising, there's always something to be up on. So I'm typically always studying and learning that, or trying to set some picnic dates. You know, now we got the we got the we got the quarantine situation, but we can all meet outside in the sun and have a picnic and play some card games and things like that. So those are what I'm typically doing on a Saturday.
0: Oh, I'm loving the picnic dates. Y'all, you you need to get the love deck. Okay. I created this deck of cards. Okay. 60 questions you should ask before choosing the one. Okay. Interesting. It's a great date game. Okay. Okay. Pick that up. So, all right. So picnics. Oh, that's a really nice. And where in the world did you say you were?
1: So I live in Los Angeles, which is amazing because we have everything from the beach to the mountains all accessible within 15 to 30 minutes. Um, there's a really cool app called All Trails where mm. you can kind of find hidden gems. I find new parks all the time and, you know, and, and unfortunately a lot of people don't understand how important vitamin D is to their health. Yeah. So people are really staying inside and they're not out just walking and exercising. So most of the places end up being, you know, to, to ourselves for the most part.
0: Yeah. Okay. So when you go on a hike, is it something where you just breathe in, breathe out? Do you have a special routine that you do along this 15 miles? Is there anything? Yeah, that you- that,
1: that's today? a great, that's a great question. Uh, so typically when I do the morning hikes, uh, it's a combination of, cause it, those types of hikes will take about four hours. Mm. So I'm listening to audiobooks, I'm listening to podcasts. Sometimes I do silence sometimes I am recording on my otter transcription app and working on my next book. So there's a lot of things that, that happens. But for me, just to the, the share walking is meditation. Uh, and then a lot of times I'll, I'll think about my to do list or my brainstorm list of ideas. And I'll just keep track of those. And sometimes it's just silence, but I have different waves that depending i just let myself go how i feel when i'm flowing when i'm walking but the beautiful thing about walking that much is not just the vitamin d not just the cardiovascular because i typically end up walking uphill so i climb about 1200 uh 1200 1200 feet per day typically when i do that some climbing up a mountain mm-hmm. but you also get this thing called bdnf brain derived neurotropic factors mm-hmm. and that's the neurochemical Cocktail that allows you to feel great, feel amazing, feel like you can tap into flow. I'm and that's, feeling so that's,
0: all the flow energy right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I live in Florida. There are no mountains. No mountains. <laughs> <laughs> there are no mountains. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend. Maybe I'll get on a stair climber.
1: <laughs> there might be some man made
0: ones. <laughs> the landfill. The landfill, Jamar. <laughs> 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 so okay so now you're in the flow your to-do list so for those of us who are super busy always mm-hmm. on the go how do you get to that to-do list and not let it frustrate you because I could just imagine while you're on the trail and you're typing out all the things you you come back home and there's a long list there so what do you usually did like how do you usually break that up or actually yeah get it?
1: that that's a that's a great question for me you know I I I'm one of those people, type A personality, always have things to do, the, the to-do list will always grow. Right. But what I do is I focus on what are the three things that must get done today? Some things you put on your to-do list are not must-haves, not must get done today. I focus on three of those things. And then with those you know, three of those things, when I first get back, I ask myself of those three, which one can be done like before noon? which one can be done mid-afternoon, and which one can be done before the end of the workday. And so I prioritize it in in three. What happens is as you start to knock those first three off, then you have more time to maybe attack some of the other ones on that list. So that's my approach. Focus on the top three, and then everything else will come. And then the next day, you can figure out, okay, what's the next top three? And that's how you kind of focus on it.
0: Okay. Cause I, I definitely have gotten overwhelmed before when it's like, okay, I got those three, but then what about these 19 over here? <laughs> you know? so Okay. So it's three at a time and just three at a,
1: a time. Three. There's something in the power of three. And, mm-hmm. and also too, you have, you have to also prioritize because some things that are to do lists, you know, affect your business. Some things that are to do lists, affect your family life. Some affect your, your balance. Yeah. So you got to look at how you organize and categorize those things for me. I'm a Libra, balance is crucial to my life. And so I make sure that of those three things that one of them is business, one of them is personal and one of them is like that, that balance inside, that spiritual.
0: Oh, every day, oh, this is just every beautiful. Day. So you said at the end of the workday. So as a entrepreneur that works mm-hmm. from home right now, mm-hmm. you actually end your workday at a certain time?
1: Yes, yes, I do. So the beautiful part about what I do is that I leverage automation. Mm-hmm. So while I have VAs and I have assistants, most of the work that my agency does gets done through automation, Beautiful. through paid advertising, through tools that I use. So for me, it's just managing those systems and expanding them. And when I get a new client, I'm really plugging them into what I do. Mm-hmm. And other than like maybe four or five hours of kind of creativity and figuring out how their system's going to work for lead generation, there's really not much time that it takes. So I, when I say end my work day, I try to end my work day by six every day, only because work will never end. If you don't put a, put a cap on it.
0: Exactly. Oh um, man. Okay. Jamar, you are inspiring me. Okay. So you wake up with the sun, you go hiking mm-hmm. until 12 and then you start your work day. You have five or six hours there and then you say quit. So then what happens after work?
1: Well, so just to correct a little bit, so I don't hike until 12. If I typically go hiking at like 5 a.m., I'm done by nine. So from nine till about 10, I've got, you know, a few appointments and things that I'm scheduled with, uh, you know, prospective clients. And then from about 10 to 12, I'm looking at, okay, how am I going to kind of get ready to like start winding down the day? And then from 12 to about five, that's all implementation. That's like, okay, what things do I need to check? Check some ads for clients, check the lead flow, um, check the response. And so really that stuff doesn't, while I'm doing that, I can be doing other things, right? It's just really glancing, it's checking, it's really checking the statistics of it all, right? But after six o'clock and sometimes earlier, it just depends on the day, I'm making plans to connect with people. So whether that be for Zoom calls, interviews, I spend a lot of time on the phone, just check, catching up with my family. Uh, even though I work alone, I live alone, You know, I have people that I connect with and I love to podcast as well. So I try to get an actual podcast in with someone in the LA area connected to my my specialty like two times a week. But for the most part at night, after, after six, mm-hmm. if I don't have anything planned, I'll typically take myself on another little walk, you know, especially before the sun goes down. So really everyone like four to five-ish, yeah. get a little, another little walk in and then just think about, you know, just creative stuff. For me, nighttime is when I'm most creative in terms of actually doing it. Morning is when the ideas come. Nighttime is when I actually feel like I can devote an unlimited amount of time to it.
0: Yeah. And then what time do you go to sleep?
1: I typically go to bed between 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Okay. on most nights yeah. I can stay up longer but what I found for me is I'm a six hour night sleeper okay so if I go to bed at 10 mm-hmm. I'm up at like four to five like right in that range with no alarm clock I just wake up around that time so if I wake up super early and the sun is coming up I'll go for my walk but since the sun doesn't come up as early anymore I've been staying in only because there's coyotes there's uh mountain lions and stuff like that <laughs> in the mountains Let's
0: not- Get eaten. I actually
1: exactly I carry a utility knife with me, but I I don't want to have to use it.
0: I actually have a friend I did my masters with that got eaten by a bear in wow hiking. So that's yeah, that's a thing. It's a thing, it's a thing. thing. (laughs) Okay, all right. So hmm, Jamar. This is just beautiful, and then you love your family. Oh Mm -hmm. this is this is just beautiful. Okay, so what would you say is the number one thing? That you are seeking when it comes to relationship,
1: the number one thing that I'm seeking, mm-hmm. I would say, I say, I would say, a woman who knows herself mm-hmm. and has the ability to express her needs, wants, and desires. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest thing. You know, I've I've met hundreds of women, and that seems to be the thing that's most elusive. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you don't hear about what people really wanted and desired until it's too late. Right. Until the relationship is ending, and you know, I, I feel like I'm very emotionally intelligent and very in tune with other just people in general. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a mind reader, you know. Right. And my mother always taught me to express what I want. You know, a closed mouth doesn't get fed, so mm-hmm. really ask for what you want. Learn how to, learn how to do it with tact. And um, so, but just having somebody who knows themselves. Knows how to express what their their wants, their wishes, their dreams, their desires, their hopes. You know, their fantasies. That would be nice sometimes to hear that. But also too, I mean, I've had a lot of women tell me that I definitely make them feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. and and I can do that very quickly. But I still feel like there's hesitation because people carry around. You know, there's one of my favorite songs is by Erica Badu that. a lady, you go hurt your back. And she's talking about that emotional baggage that people yeah. carry around with themselves. And like me, you know, like I have an appointment with my therapist, you know, at 1130 Pacific Standard Time. And, and I try to t- I try to talk to her weekly. And she's like, Jamar, every two weeks, you don't need to talk to me every week. But I'm like, I just want to make sure, you know, I'm fit. Ready. You know, yes. I'm fit and ready to go. And I feel like a lot of people aren't necessarily taking their mental health to that degree. And it's not really talked about. And, you know, I'm not ashamed of all the things that I've been through because they've made me stronger and I've developed actual skill sets in dealing with them, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy. You know, for me, I'm a, I'm a systems process oriented guy. Like if you want to get something done, there's a process to do it. You can wing it and it might work out, but there's a process and there's somebody somewhere on this planet who has been through what you've been through so leverage and learn what they have so that you can make a path that's not so bumpy and rocky and it can be pretty smooth
0: oh this is just beautiful so let's talk about therapy for a moment because sure. you know i hear well actually i was in clubhouse the other day and one woman was kind of like ranting off her list and one of those things was you know believes in therapy forgives his father you know all these things and i was just like man you know there's so many especially black men that have the stigma around yes. mental health and yes. therapy and it's like for me if you invest in your business you invest in your fitness you mm-hmm. can invest in your love life and you can invest in your mind you know mm-hmm. it's just it's just a simple situation so what brought you to the place to say therapy is okay for me, especially with all the stigmas and everything. Like what brought you to that place?
1: Honestly, I gotta give all, you know, I got to give all that credit to my mother. Nice. Um, growing up, we had a lot of difficulties. My mother, uh, going, this year, she celebrated 28 years clean of her addictions. Oh, and nice. so while she was getting clean, she knew that she had to help rehabilitate our minds and our psyches and the emotional trauma that she put us through mm. and that our family had put us through. So I started going to therapy at you know 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then at times, you know, as a teenager, there were times, of course, every teenager becomes rebellious. There's things that you that you're angry about, there's things about the world that you you wish you could change and you can't. And so learning to cope with all those emotions was something that I did at an early age. And then by the time I was in high school, you know, I was captain of the basketball team. I was basically using those leadership skills and the things that I had learned from therapy Mm. in relationship with my teammates and to help us become a better team. And then that led to me joining the military and being a leader there and then becoming an officer, being a leader there. And then there was some tragedy that occurred when I was 26 years old. I had one of my uh, shipmates, Ensign Chris Simon, uh, you know, he passed away in his sleep, you know, and I found his body. I tried to revive him, couldn't. We were anchored off the coast of Hong Kong and two or three days. And then I had to go identify his body, which was another traumatizing moment. And then we left the short we left Hong Kong two days after his death and had to just get on with our mission.
0: Mm. Now
1: they flew on therapists and people to come talk to us just to make sure that we were still operationally fit. But I felt like that it wasn't a really adequate job that they did. You know, it was kind of in and out. It was like, all right, we're here for three days, we're asking people questions. But sometimes trauma has like a delayed reaction mm. right sometimes it comes out in other ways and so it wasn't until a couple of years from there that the trauma came out in the form of for me it was like nightmares and just trouble sleeping wow. and um, I was at a different command I was on a different ship and I was doing my thing I was accelerating my career and I started to have these little blocks and you um, I went one day and spoke to the chaplain about the, the dreams, the nightmares that I was having. And um, you know he recommended that I you know start to see a therapist. He's like, hey, you, you might have some trauma that you need to work on. And so from there, I started to, since like 2007, I've always made sure that I've kept a close watch on my mental health and just to make sure that uh, I could be the most effective leader for, my, for myself, for my shipmates, for my clients, and for the people that I mentor and coach and things like that with my business.
0: I love all of this. I, I just love all of it. Yay, therapy. Yes. <laughs> this, this, this warms my heart. So question, Jamar, do you have a question for me?
1: So for you, I mean, you help, you know, hundreds of people, I guess, find love. Mm-hmm. You know, what would you say to someone like myself who seems like they have it all together, but just hasn't found the right one? What would you say to go look? Where, where, where should I go try to find someone mm-hmm. that could be compatible for myself?
0: So you are a very evolved man, you know, Mm -hmm. Jamar. And so for me, I I really think it's a a mindset of I'll continue until I connect with the right person. Mm -hmm. And I know how frustrating it could be sometimes, you know, okay, you went on picnic date, number one, number 500, you're like, okay now. So it could be one, refining the, the kind of person that you're looking for, but then also, you know, what are some things that maybe you can lean on? Because, you know, mm. the total package may not be the total package. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they may have these qualities, but not these other ones. So being able to know what your non-negotiables are yep. versus your preferences, right? Sure. And, and being very clear there. Two, it's being open to love in every atmosphere. Sometimes we, we bucket love and just you know okay the fun atmospheres but like even like a clubhouse I feel is a great place to meet people right now other than the dating apps other than on your Mm -hmm. hikes other than meetups and such so I really feel that there's three ways that you can meet people one is in person right? So on your hike, at a store, at the supermarket, wherever, right? Two is online on any of the apps, social media or dating apps. Mm -hmm. And three, it's really getting an introduction. So asking Mm -hmm. friends, colleagues, matchmakers to be able to introduce you to someone that may be a good fit. So I really feel like those are the three, but the biggest Mm -hmm. part is the mindset of, you know what, like I know that love is there and I feel like you have that mindset. So just continuing in that and continuing to do the process, right? So if you find that the last 10 dates have been a flop, it is refining just like you do your split testing in your digital media, right? Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. is refining the process like, okay, I. I keep getting these uh, clicks, but it's not really my ideal audience, you know, yes. I'm getting my click throughs, but my opt-ins ain't really working out. So yeah. it's really looking at, okay, well, what am I putting out on my landing page? Okay. What mm-hmm. am I putting on my landing page? That's attracting this type of person. And maybe I need to tweak something and how I'm marketing myself in order to attract the person that really I want. Yeah.
1: Be. I have, I have unlimited leads. Let me fix my camera, I had to turn it back on. I have unlimited leads. Leads aren't the problem. It's those that are looking for, you know, actually building something, you know, ah. People, especially, I mean, of course I live in LA, so there's, there's this thing where everyone's trying to make it and there's, there's a small segment of people who are like, I'm actually looking to be a wife. Right. Um, and I'm at the age where it's like, I'm looking for a wife or someone who has that potential. And then- So is three, that on your days,
0: profile? In terms of the dating sites, is
1: that on your profile? Let's see. I'm, actually, I haven't really been on the dating sites as of recently. Like, so where, where, I have, I have some old stuff. I, honestly, I've, I've, met, I've met people out walking on my hikes. Just like you said, I've met yeah. people walking when hiking. Let's see, grocery store. I've, I'm i in some matchmakers databases. So I do get approached a few times a month. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I'm I'm not like hungry for something right now. I'm really Why not? Hungry.
0: Why are you not hungry for something? Jamar? Because
1: I'm so good with myself. Like I'm Jesus really meal. Yeah. I'm really good with myself, but I know what I desire. So I'm open to it, but I'm not searching for it. Like I'm not. Why I'm not
0: Jamar, I need you. I need you to still have a little search in you. I, you know, it all can't be handed to you. This is, no, no. ah, this is the issue.
1: No, 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 no. I wanted what? to
0: be handed to you. Jamar? No, no, no. When, when I
1: was out, Listen, I'm a very social person. When uh-huh. I'm out, I always approach. There is okay. no hesitation there. I met a woman on my hike literally three weeks ago. It was like mm-hmm. two weeks before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, actually a week before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have her mask on, and I didn't have mine on because I'm usually going pretty hard. And I says, "Oh, look, it's, it's, it, I'm glad I'm not the only one without a mask on." And then she was like, "Oh, I just dropped it and lost it." So we okay. chatted for about ten minutes, exchanged numbers. The next day, we went for lunch. So. I have no problem. Like if there's a light that I see, I'm going to yeah. go after it. Okay. But we are in restricted times. Like there's mm-hmm. no outdoor dining in LA. Like, so it's not like I can just go out and, and plus people are wearing masks nowadays. So you really can't even see a person's face.
0: So Jamar, my invitation is just to add back that one aspect that you decided to shut down, right? So, we want to explore all avenues in your business, right? We explore all avenues of getting new clients. You don't mm-hmm. say, Oh, well, I'm not going to do that one. It's like, no, let me do all to get the clients. To, I put my marketing in Google ads and Facebook ads and Twitter yep. and Instagram. Let's put some Pinterest over here just to test mm-hmm. it out, you know? So, I'm just saying it's been a minute since you've been on online dating and there are millions more people online right now. And 68% of them are dating intensely, you know, with intention Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic and everything that's happened. so just, just think about it. Right. I'm not
1: saying that I'm not on those sites. Like I I have profiles, but what I'm trying to tell you is that I found that they have been a huge time suck. And I've done my research on like, for example, I have the book Dataclism. So I know the data behind OKCupid. And I understand that while there are tons of profiles, Mm -hmm. as a man, I have done the thousand messages out, right, expecting something, some kind of return. Um, And people are present, but they're not really there, if that makes any sense.
0: It's so So, amazing because it's on both sides, right? Because I mainly deal with women and then they feel the same way. Oh, I messaged and he didn't message me back. And it's just like this, this, this. I just passed you type of thing. Well, I
1: know why. It's because because 80% of women are going for 20% of the men and vice versa. mm -hmm. And so if 20% of the women are getting bombarded with messages, it's hard to get back to them. So if there's a really fine woman, and you're trying to inbox her, you better believe she's got a hundred other messages to cipher, th- to, to go through. And right. and same for me, like as a guy, I get inboxed randomly, you know, let's say for example, on OkCupid, mm-hmm. maybe three, four times a month. And obviously if I don't, if I'm not feeling it back, I usually re- reply, oh, hey, thanks for reaching out. Um, you seem like a very nice girl. I'm, I'm open to being friends, right? And then of course, after that, it goes where it goes. But most of the approaching is done by men. Women are not like throwing themselves at you. Now they'll they'll match with you, they'll like with you, but then after that, are they actually emotionally available and present to connect? Has mm-hmm. been the thing that now don't get me wrong, I understand I gotta put out a lot of seeds and mm-hmm. see what comes back to plant. No, no fear there. Like I've been on a lot of dates, but from an energy from an energy standpoint, I find that the more I build my, my business and my passion, the more I have the types of quality of women just end up being in the circles where I'm, where I'm doing business.
0: You're hanging out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to check back in with you and see how you're doing, you know, in your wife searches. So y'all heard it here. Jamar is ready for a wife. Okay. So now if somebody just wanted to happen to slide in to your DMS and say, you know, I heard you on the coach cast show, you know, uh, where can they slide in the DM?
1: Well, the, the ultimate place to slide in on my DMs is on Instagram, at uh, Jamar J, that's J-A-M-A-R-R-J. I'm pretty active there uh, because of Clubhouse, but just with my agency, I'm, I'm always on there, just connecting with folks and having conversations and then trying to take it offline as, as, as quickly as I can to get to know somebody.
0: Okay. All right, y'all. I, I absolutely appreciate appreciate your honesty. But I just want to say thank you so much for giving me your time and hanging out with me here.
1: My and, absolute pleasure. You know,
0: I just wish you the best in life and love. Thanks thank, so you. Much.
1: thank you so much for having me, Cass.
0: No problem. And for everybody, make sure that you subscribe, put the five stars, show some love on this episode. Jamar is awesome. Make sure that you follow him on the gram. And until next time, I love y'all. Have you ever said to yourself, You know what? I'm not desperate. I'm not thirsty, but I would definitely love to be in a great relationship. Listen, if you're a professional woman that is always on the go and you really haven't made time for love and you're really wondering how do you even do that, join me for the Success in Love Summit, February 6, 2021. This event used to be a three-day event where you'd have to get on a plane, get hotel, all the things, but I have put the best of the best, the meat of the meat into four hours. Yes, girl, that you could join in virtually. So join in, get your ticket now, tell a girlfriend. We have so much fun in this wonderful, wonderful summit. You're really going to learn what's been holding you back when it comes to love. What are some of the trends and what you need to do next in order to have the love that you truly desire. This is specifically for the woman that wants real love and just doesn't know how let's do it. Go to successinlovesummit.com. It's all in the show notes, successinlovesummit.com.